Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Skyping's Small dose, small dose. We're talking that shit. Small dose, small dose. With me and Nancy. It's so funky. Oh my God, sister. Okay, so y'all need to understand. (laughs) So today we are joined by the lovely, the 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 brash in the best of ways, the Mm -hmm. bold Mm -hmm. Miss T S Madison. Now you were just about to tell me when we met for the first time, and I feel very embarrassed that I do not remember this because I know that the there's one video where I fell in love with you. Amanda, you you have you forgotten the very first time we met? That 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 run run me my money video. Amanda, you and I have worked together on a project. You, You. Oh, at World of Wonder. You know, I've been with World of Wonder for a very long time. Remember, we we did the project. We were doing a pilot for a show that they were trying to pilot for me. And uh, they was trying to get, they were doing a, a te- uh, they were doing a uh, uh, chemistry test. It was you, me, Tanisha. It was called Style-ish. Did you forget me? How could we work together all day I and you forget agree. me? Well, we auditioned together. Yes. So they were, I remember that this was when I first got to LA because I met Tanisha that day too. Mm-hmm. And I remember you said something wild in the audition. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, this is what we doing. Okay. Yeah, we, we going hard in the paint. Yeah. You so said I was something like, about your titties. And I can't. So I said something about it was something about plastic and some stuff I said. <laughs> You know I'm all outlandish with the shit that I say, bro. I remember now, yes. Okay. And so you and I, and it was that day, I was I, I, I thought you was the most beautiful thing. Like, you're uh-huh. so pretty to me. Thank like if, the, so if y'all if y'all haven't seen my sister in person, honey, y'all missing out. My sister was <laughs> you came in there and I, I thought you was the most beautiful thing. I was just like, this girl is so pretty. You came there, you you came there about business. You was like, girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> I come in here to get this, to get this. That shit. was off Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. I remember! It's coming back. And it's all coming back uh, to me now. And you you had this curly, like a, it was very curly, blonde, <laughs> yeah. blondish, like, you know, your color, your two-tone colors or whatever. Yeah. And you was just, you had on a jacket. Girl, I remember because I, I was, I thought you were so, pr- well, I still Thank think that you're you. beautiful, but that's like me being in the presence, like, this girl is so pretty. You had on your jacket and some jeans. You came in there, no nonsense, like, girl, I came here to do, <laughs> I, I just came to You dance. know what? But that's let me tell it. you why. Because mm-hmm. when I was parking, a World of Wonder van, production van, hit my car. No. <laughs> so by the time I got up there for the point for the audition, I was like, "What are we doing? What yeah. are we doing?" Yeah, that's what you gave. <laughs> I, 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 you gave that. I was like, "Oh my god!" And so all the time I had been following you and stuff like that, and, and like you really blew up or whatever. And then you know I, I was doing my little thing over here, but you Don't really ever like call what you doing a little thing. Up. No, you was doing your thing over there. Go I was on. doing my thing. I was doing my thing. But you blew up. You was going. I've, I've been following you, following, and I've been inboxing you. And you know, I know that that that, that Instagram always sends people's inboxes to the other inbox. I'm quite sure my inbox got trapped over in there because I wrote you. The I first said, time I hit, you, I feel like the first time we talked was when I no, hit you to do. I inboxed you and told you because you had read Caitlyn Jenner. Oh, 
You had read her to death. I jumped in your inbox. I said, sister, destroy her. <laughs> I said, sister, pull. I say, sister, pull her by all the follicles of her hair, girl. Snatch her up. I said, you had, <laughs> I said, girl, you had gathered her up, honey, like a very thin, struggling ponytail, girl. You had gathered her. And I was here for all of the gathering that you had you did to her because I said, listen. You said what needed to be said, and you still you stood on it, and it and it still rings it still rings true today. Like you 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 operate from a place of privilege, sis. You don't know you know, and you were still respectful. It was all the thing, but you just was trying. You was you you had gathered her, and I I I, I had already loved you because I had worked with you in piloting the style ish show, but I I you know we didn't get a chance to really like super connect. Yeah, well um, that means a lot. Thank you. Yes. That means yes. a lot. Girl, I really feel like you. she really misrepresents the trans community, and I'm not a trans person, so I don't know if it's even my place to say that. But no, you said it right. You said it right. Shit. Okay, how much can what can I say on here? Everything. Whatever the fuck you want. Oh, there we go. No, 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 nah, now listen. Now listen, viewers. I asked. <laughs> <laughs> you asked. That is correct. You asked, asked. permission. You did not asked ask permission. forgiveness. You asked permission. Right. No, permission. I, please be honest. Um, I wanted to, in in that vein, the reason this episode is called "Side Effects of Catching COVID" is because you have been very transparent about your experience yeah. uh, about getting COVID, and so. And in the midst of that, you were saying that there was all this shit going on in the world mm. while you had COVID. And it mm. was like, you want to talk about these things, but you was down. I was down. <laughs> I couldn't say nothing. And it was just like, I was over here battling and fighting for my life. I was fighting for my mom's life. Amanda, let me tell you something. This has been the most, I don't even know if I'm going to say the word right. I'm, I'm trying because you, you're such a highly educated girl and I'm such a hood bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, it, it was such a tumultuous. Did I say it right? Tumul. Tumultuous. Tumultuous. Yep. Tumultuous. Tumultuous. Yeah. Honey, it was. It, it was. It's such a scary, crazy roller coaster ride of feelings, emotions, and things going on inside of your body, and then for me and my mother to have it at the same time. And now, sister, I've been flying all over the place working clean COVID, COVID protocols, all that. I filmed my whole television show, the T.S. Madison Experience. Didn't get no COVID-19, nothing. Went home with family, COVID. I, I feel more safe on a set, like on a TV yeah. set. The protocols in place. Yeah, all yeah. of that stuff in place then. With your people. Being with yeah, it's just it's crazy. And you was in Atlanta, right? No, Miami. I went home Same. to Miami. Florida. Because I, I, I'm from Miami, so I went home oh, to Miami. Oh, you from Miami, Dade County? Baby, Dade County, oh, baby girl. Hey. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> you know see, I'm listen, Orlando. I, I, oh, baby. Oh, see, that's why you got so much fire in you, girl. <laughs> I got a little you got Florida, so much, you know I mean? Girl, you got that Florida in you. That's why you got so much fire in you. Right? It's something about that water we got around us, you know? <laughs> So my thing is like now before, when when this is over, we in, I'm inboxing you my number so we don't never be disconnected again. Correct. Okay? Yes. But sister, this has been so crazy to me because I had to sit there and I ha I was watching my mom and I and I was like, we got COVID, and they send you home to you take Tylenol, bitch. Tylenol. If you don't feel good and if symptoms get worse, go to the hospital, and it's just like. Okay, 
my mother has underlined. I'm, I have underlined a condition. I'm fat, which because they, they put obese on my on my chart, which I'm whatever. Obese, high blood pressure, borderline diabetes for me. Miss Mary, Miss Mary has uh, rheumatoid arthritis and high blood pressure. So she's and she's been taking Enbrel for 17 years. So her immune system is extremely compromised because she's been taking all that 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 shot that keeps it suppresses her immune system so that it can help work fight the yes, arthritis, the arthritis in her body. So I'm over here watching my mother hour by hour just did, like going down from it like after we we've got diagnosed. So is she going down like her oxygen levels, or is it like the the fever? Like, how is she deteriorating? Coughing, uh, not eating. I see. Then then she went to sleep, and I was like, I, I was trying to, you know, make sure. I was like, hey, mama, you know, keeping her. Because that that damn COVID is a spirit. Listen, a that's spirit. what people have told me, that when, that it, it, you know, I know somebody that got it. He said it was like something came through his body. Like, it's like a evil. It's yeah. evil. It, it tries to get you I mean, you he was night. evil before, so it was like a... I mean, I was like, damn, nigga, so it take one to no one. Shit. Yeah. Greta thing evil. It tries to get you at night. For me, I've been vaccinated. I'm fully vaccinated. And I, you know, I didn't want to get vaccinated at first. So I'm just gonna, I'm just going to lay it all me on the neither. line. I did not want to get me vaccinated. Neither. I'm not going to tell you a lie. I didn't. And see, my mom's still in the background, still coughing, but, you know, it's okay, mama. We know what's going on. So I still didn't want to get vaccinated, but I did because I have to work. I was going to ask you, like, what was it that finally tipped the scale for you? I have to work. I got to work. And, you know, these places are, are really mandating that we must be vaccinated in order to work. And so... And no, I, I got vaccinated. I got fully vaccinated in April. I got my last vaccination, uh, November, uh, May 11th. Yeah. That's around the and, same time as me, too. Mm, and so I was real hesitant about it. I, I talked about it on my, a little bit, just a little, that I got vaccinated. And, you know, because I didn't really want to share that. Like, I didn't really want to share. Me I think this might be the first time I've ever said outwardly that I've got vaccinated because I didn't want to feel like, I didn't want to be... I didn't want to feel like I was influencing influence people on what they. Yeah, I like, didn't want to do it either. You need to do it because I did it. Like you Mm-mm. know, because I only I, no. for just like you, like I ended up getting vaccinated. Well, one because Jay Ellis, who's on Insecure with me, like he just was not letting it go. Like him and my husband on the show, Wade, they were like, I mean, you need to do this. You need to do this. And I was like, I don't know. I don't trust it. And then I just started doing more. Research now. When I do research, I I mean that I am ta- I'm looking at the people who are um, involved directly, and also speaking to people I know that are in science and in medicine. Other right. people's version of research, I feel, is just looking at influencers, and you mm-hmm. know, and, and, and they shouldn't. They should. They should <laughs> research. And so that's Not Dr. Umar. Th- I don't want to hear you got your research information from Dr. Umar. Because ultimately, I want to hear from non. I want to hear from objective parties, from non-biased yes. parties, right? And mm-hmm. so some people mm-hmm. are just like, "Oh, it's the government! It's the government!" And it's like, okay, there are parts of science that are intermingled with the government, like the CDC, et cetera. But mm-hmm. there are mm-hmm. also medical people in medicine and physicians who are not aligned with the government and who are able to tell you straight up, like, this is what it is. And so yes. I know a lot of it, too, is that a lot of folks don't have access to those people. 
Mm-hmm. Right. I'm fortunate because like my mom is a retired nurse. I have friends who are doctors. So I felt like I had like people that I can trust to speak to about this. And a lot of folks, the people that they considered that they trust are people that aren't even right. like educated on this. But I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I, I'm not glad, but I'm, I think it's interesting to hear just the different reasons why people get vaccinated. Because, I mean, my other reason I was like, you know what? At least if everybody become a zombie, I'm not going to have to kill my friends. Right. That's it. We all gonna, <laughs> and we're not going to eat each other. We're just going to eat the unvaccinated. That's all. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I didn't want to get vaccinated. I did. And and I'm just going to give you my journey with it. I'm, I'm not going to be long with it. I got sick after I got the vaccination. Okay. What kind of sick, sick did you get? Um, I got sick... Uh, 12 days after, I got the first shot, and then 12 days after, on the 12th day, girl, I, I was counting because I was like, girl, I'm, 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 you know, you just put something foreign in your body. And so you're like, all right, let me just count the days. 12th day, I started, I got a cold. Yeah. And then the cold rolled out with me for what? How long the cold rolled me, mom? For about a week or two? The cold? When I had got a cold after I got the uh, vaccination. Yeah. It was like uh, like two weeks. I got a cold. It was I never got COVID. It was, it was like two weeks. I got a cold, and then I was good. And then I got my second shot, and I didn't get any side effects. So see, mine was, was after I, the I, second shot. I got a fever the next day, and then I had just like cold symptoms for like about a week, and then it was that was it. Girl, that sh- I didn't like it because I was like, girl, you know, I've I've been I've got this cold now, and I have not been sick at all before I got this. But vaccine. you know why you got the cold. No, tell me. So the way the mRNA vaccine works is that basically it's teaching your body that when it sees a certain, I know y'all going to be like, you're, that's not accurate. So <laughs> I'm, being, I'm being as general as I'm, 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 I'm trying, this is paraphrasing, but uh, to my understanding, it's teaching your body that when it sees this particular foreign entity, it needs to react a certain way. So the foreign entity that is teaching the body to react to is COVID. And so the, the idea is that it has to react to it. And when that happens, your immune system goes into high gear. And when your immune system goes into high gear, you'll always feel, you'll feel cold symptoms. So for instance, like if I would, when I was traveling a lot, like doing touring and everything, I would, mm-hmm. if I wasn't sleeping, I would start feeling cold symptoms because my immune system has dropped. And there's always parasites out here. There's always flu. There's always cold stuff out here. So it's like once your immune system drops, like it's really easy for little things to slip in. So Mm. basically, though, it's basically that your whole body is on alert. And when your body's on alert, you end up having a fever. Like it's fighting. It's the, the fever is your body fighting, fighting. Any type of any type of infection you get, your your fever is gonna, your body is gonna fight. So that's why you get sick when you get the virus. I mean, when you get the when you get the uh, vaccine, vaccine. But people think mm. it's them, and people think that they're injecting the virus into you. That's not the case. What they're basically injecting into you is like the te- the cell template of what the virus looks like, so that your body knows next time you see this shit. This is what you need Fire. to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, yeah. So for 12 days, I said, then after that, I was good. Like, I was good. And so, you know, I went, I worked. I've been working, t- t- filming, doing all this stuff. Honey, I get to Miami. You know, my mom had, I had to take my mom to her uh, 
to her heart doctor. Or she was just getting a new heart doctor, so I was taking it, taking her there to get her heart checked out to make sure she don't have no murmurs and all that other stuff, you know. Girl, my brother came uh, because he was off. Nobody sees me in Florida because I'm always working. And right. so my brother was like, hey, you know, I'm going to come by and visit. I said, well, since you're coming by and visit, come on, let's me and you and uh, mama go to the doctor so that you can meet her doctor. Yes. So, you know, you know, so when I'm not here, you can keep me in breath. So, girl, we go to the doctor. That was August 5th. Came home after the doctor, chill. I'm going to say this, Amanda, and this, this, I don't want to sound bad, but I'm T.S. Madison. Um, if my name ain't on the flyer, I don't go to the club. <laughs> Hey, that, listen, that means if you that ain't means got you your worth, then if you ain't got be? my money, if you don't have my money, I don't do the mingling. I'm, <laughs> I don't mingle if you don't got the money. I, that's not me being shady, or that's not me no. want to mingle with my community. But I'm not finna be out here in these streets, and COVID is running rampant. I'm not gonna be in the club. Nope. So. Nobody sees me when I come to Miami. I get it. No one sees me because no. So I'm in the house with my mom, watching TV, chilling, getting, you know, being in my Miami environment. I go, I go to my little place, Miami Subs, Snappers, Carlos and Perrine, you know, just getting my little foods or whatever. And I'm at the house with my mom. So I don't have any contact with any people. Okay. You know? Um, so I know that this came from <laughs> my brother. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> She's like, all of that to say I uh, yes. this was an inside job. Yeah. And so my brother came back on the 8th. And then um, I was I was getting ready to drive home, drive me and my mom back up here to Atlanta. And we we had uh, we had some Cuban food that I, I which I, I didn't even go get the Cuban food. I had it Ubered to us. And so we eating the Cuban food or whatever. My brother started saying, mm, you know, I don't really feel good. I really think nothing of it because I didn't think anything of it. And so he he was like, well, what time y'all leaving? I said, well, I'm finna go ahead and take a nap. And when I get up, I'm gonna leave. So I went in there, I took a nap. I got up. I said, mommy, come on. We packed up, whatever. So my brother was up and he started helping me take my suitcases and stuff to the car. We all hugged each other. And then we got on the road. That was the eighth. So it's only eight hours to drive from Miami to Atlanta. Eight, nine hours. So nine hours later, I'm home. I came in the house. I started paying all my bills or whatever. Um, and that was Sunday. Mo- that, was, that was Sunday I got home. So Monday morning, I was paying all my bills or whatever, and I just rested. And then uh, I opened up my gift that Gabrielle Union sent me because it's, it's documented on Instagram. I opened up my gift that, that Gab- Gabby sent me because, girl, honey, you know, we did the movie together, uh, The Perfect Fine, that's getting ready to come on Netflix. Congrats. Soon. Yes. Oh, my God. It's so good. It's good, girl. It's such a good movie. Oh, my God. I can't wait till y'all see it. <laughs> so we did that. And you know, that. Gabby, my girl. So yes, I'm my girl. To, I'm glad to see y'all, Gabby. everybody coming together. Oh, my together. God. I love my Gabby. I love her. And so she, she sent me a, a very expensive bottle of Dom Perignon, Ooh. girl. Okay. Yes. Classy. You know, they have... Yeah, she has money, money. Yes. Yeah. So, so I opened it. I showed the gift and everything. Tuesday, I did my morning show on my YouTube channel. And then... Uh, I, I was on the morning show and I was drinking my tea and I said, listen, fam, everybody, I don't think I feel too good. So I may, I might do a show Friday. I might not. I just don't feel too good today. So when, when I closed the show out, I came upstairs and I said, mommy, how you feel? She said, I don't really feel too good, you know, whatever. So we, we, we both, she and both I both were not feeling well. Wednesday came, we started feeling 
it was like a cough back and forth, like a like a cough like a tennis thing, game. Yeah, I was like, oh girl, this is the fool. Cough and response. And so, yeah. So that was Wednesday. Thursday came. Uh, it was a cough, and then it was laying down, and it was like mm, I don't feel like getting up. Friday, my engineer came here Friday morning because he was going down there to start doing a show. And when he got here, my brother called Friday morning and said, hey, y'all, um, I just went and got tested for corona and I got it. I said, oh, shit. And then I said, come on, mama, let's go get tested. So we got in the car. I told my engineer, I said, hey, just go ahead on home. Don't, you know, stay, and stay out from around because I think we've just, we've been exposed to, to, to COVID because my brother just called us and told us, we, you know. So we went outside. We went, we went to the clinic that's here behind the house to go get tested and they were, they were not open. So we came back home. I said, mama, let's just start quarantining right now because we don't feel good. Yep. Let's just close it off. Let me start doing Instacart and let's order food or whatever. Yep. Let's just be in the house because this could be what it is. And so next morning was Saturday. We was like really bad. And I I got I called over to the clinic and I said, hey, can we come get tested? She said, yeah, come on. When I got in the shower to take my shower, I couldn't smell my bath gel. I said, damn, it's the COVID. It got me, girl. It got me. I knew it then. <laughs> you knew, I knew immediately. Because I have never lost my sense of smell. Never. I done had a cold. I done had the flu. I have never in my life. I don't even my... know what that. I don't even know what that sensation. What is that le- like? Because I'm in like, my 44 years. I'm on this. I'm 44 years old in October. I'll be 44. In my 44 years of living, I have never lost my sense of smell. And I'm over here like <laughs> trying to <laughs> trying to make sure it was gone. And so my mama's my mama said that she couldn't smell. I said, Mama, I can't smell. And she started spraying her white diamonds. And she said, I can't smell my white diamonds either. I said, Well, girl, you know when you can't smell white diamonds, your sister smell. <laughs> Baby, when you can't smell white diamonds, your sister smell is it's gone. It's gone. Yeah. So after that, you know, uh, uh, we went and we got tested. And uh, thank God that my, my the nurse over she came to the car. She tested us in the car, and we just came back home. We started we started mentally putting in our mind that we had COVID, and you know, then I started watching my mom. My mother's cough went from <coughs> to uh, 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 it went lungs. to like a like yeah, it went to like a muffler. And then I took a deep breath, coughing, and I felt the, my right lung started having pain. Like, I took a deep breath. I was like, oh, sh- this is, it's a, you've never had it, Amanda, please, whatever you do in this world, try your best not to get it, because it is one of those things that you know you have COVID. You know, you can contemplate, I might got a little cold. This might be sinus. No, ma'am. This is COVID. And then I, my body started feeling like sore. Um, I walked to the mailbox to check the mail and come back in the house. It felt like I had walked around my whole subdivision. I laid on the sofa. I was hot. I, I peeled my clothes off and the air conditioning was on. I didn't really run a fever. My mom started running a fever. It's just like all of this stuff. She started getting chills and and, and then I was watching her cough and vomit and no. she had her dumbbell pain. Like it just went to going. Like it was just like really, really, it started progressing. And so this was uh this was Monday and Tuesday of the next week. And then I started I, I started Googling stuff like, well what do you what do you do to fight COVID? 
everybody was telling me warm drinks you know, your warm this and warm that and 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 uh damn elderberry and sea moss and all, and all this stuff like <laughs> you know all the pharmaceutical people online you know i was reading but i started googling stuff and i i found the treatment that we got we got a mono, monoclonal antibody infusion treatment we got that and i googled it because you know i just stumbled across it and when I stumbled so you across Googled, it, so you stumbled across it before you got it or after you had gotten it? No, this was this was me trying to find out how am I going to help my mom because oh, I see, I see. Okay, so you stumbled upon this treatment. Yes, and I see. I see my mother is declining yes. every day. Yes, and like and like I don't want her to go to the hospital because they separate you in the hospital. Yes. Like they they put you in this place and you can and that has to be the most scary thing yeah. to be in the hospital without your family. My mother lives in Miami. She's not from here. And I'm I'm not I don't know how to be fighting those folks in there trying to get a hold because right. ain't nobody finna separate me from my girl. That's my mom. It's, it's not gonna happen. And so I was like, Mama, we're gonna do all we can to try to get you, you know, whatever. She was not eating. And it was like her appetite was gone. And she, I'm like, how how are you vomiting with you, nothing you're in not, your stomach? No, no, right. stomach. You know, we we had diarrhea. So now this lets me know you're why the toilet yeah. Yeah, why the toilet paper shortage was going on in the world. Cause girl, we was we was running to the bathroom, girl. We, <laughs> girl, we was loading up on vitamins, like loading. We was eating like loading so much in vitamins, and then it just got to the point where like, girl, I got this. I have to do something else, and so I'm googling, and I found where it said the uh, monoclonal antibodies infusion. I called my doctor, and I said, hey, we we just uh, got. Uh, diagnosed with COVID-19. My mother is like, like has underlying issues. I have underlying issues and we need to, like, I, I'm reading this thing here. What is this? And she says, okay, you both do qualify um, to get the infusion. And so I'm going to set you up. I'm going to, I'm going to refer you to the place that does the infusion. So do you remember what, what the um, criteria was that made y'all qualify? We had to be, had to have underlining uh, health issues I see. like high blood pressure, rheumatoid arthritis, borderline uh, diabetes or diabetes, uh, asthma, lung, anything that's any underlying condition that you have. If you have HIV, if you have cancer, all of this stuff, if you have an underlying condition, you qualify to have the monoclonal antibody therapy, um, therapy COVID-19 infusion. And so this is what they gave Trump. Right. This is the cocktail that they gave him. And so when I Googled this, I'm like, why are y'all not like, like openly telling people right. that this stuff is available for it? Because there are a lot of people that are coming in with COVID or getting diagnosed with COVID. They have underlying conditions. Why are y'all not telling people that this stuff is available for, for people? So um, my doctor... My doctors gave us the referral. So when I when she gave us the referral, I didn't hear from her for maybe a day or so. And um, I started calling like, hey, you know, what's, what's going on? This is urgent. You know? Yes, because you have to get it within the seven to 10 day oh, window. Okay. All right. So that's even more. No OK. Yeah. So it, this is this is this going on. I was like, oh, my dear God. And so finally, 
I, my, the, the people got on the phone. They said, oh, you just missed it by, by Sunday. You just missed your thing. I was like, girl. So I started cussing her out. Like, bitch, I've been trying to get y'all on the phone. This stuff is, this stuff is giving me the run around, sit me all over the place. I was not going to give up, Amanda. Do you hear me? I got on the back on the computer and I found a place here in Atlanta that does it. They have a clinic here that does it. Like you just, you, they come over there and do it. And I, I call that clinic. Um, and even though I didn't get it from there, but I called that clinic and I told him, I said, God going to bless y'all because y'all are saving so many people's lives by just letting them come in here and get this damn, and mm-hmm. get this infusion to help them. But I call and uh, of this place, her name was Dr. Dr. Uh, Dretler. And I called this place. Uh, it was an, it's an infectious disease specialist. Mm-hmm. And I called her and um, they didn't have any openness to see whatever. And then the, then the receptionist they say, you know what? I think she knew my voice. I, I, honestly, I do. Because she was like, um, hold on, ma'am. Da, 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 da. And she said, I'm going to call you back. So she did all she could do that day to get me in to see the doctor. And it happened. Like I, I, We did a telemed, a telemed appointment with the doctor at 2.30. And after we did that, the doctor saw, took my mother's insurance and they took... She, took our insurance and she says we do it we do the infusion here at 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 my office um at the office was my office is here but the facility is next door and we came in and we went in and got the infusion and that was Tuesday of last week and tomorrow will be a one week that my mother's had it and my mother is she's not healed but she's turned want, a, but she's turned a corner my god my god that's and incredible. I believe that if it wasn't for the vaccine in me and, the, and, and I, all the listeners, I don't want y'all to think that I'm swaying you to get the vaccine. But my symptoms did not progress like my unvaccinated mom did. They didn't. Well, you know, even the fact that you had enough fight in you to make all these calls, because that shit is annoying as hell. Calling and, and you know, calling, sir, Googling and calling. Like, I mean, that's annoying when you're healthy. Yes. And then to know that, like, you only have this amount of yes, time. stress to, on top of that. To get this in the system, in your system, or they're going to disqualify you from getting it, you know? And so after I did that, we feel, we, we've been feeling really good. But Amanda, what hurt me the most was for me to know that there was a point you couldn't get this without a doctor's referral. Imagine if I didn't have any health insurance or my mom didn't have health insurance, like, how they would, how this could have gotten us to the to the hospital, and yeah. who knows what would have happened. This is a preventative me- medicine before you know your symptoms and your your uh, disease gets to the stage of you having to go to the hospital. Well, here's the thing, though, T.S. A lot of folks they don't go to the hospital until it's already progressed beyond. You know, the point of repair. Yes, because I feel like a lot of folks are talking about like, it's just a cold. It ain't that deep, you -mm. know? And it's like, yeah, for some people, they may have a bomb ass immune system where Mm -hmm. it don't hit them like that. But who want to play that Russian roulette? You know, to me, if you feel it at all, take the trip, go in there. Because to your point, um, you I mean, I think you just put a lot of people on to this option that may not have known. We have a lot of listeners on the show. And I know there's a lot of folks on the show who have their issues about vaccines and the mandates, etc. One thing I want to say is this, though, because the politicization of this has happened, like Mm -hmm. we are a lot of people are really caught up in like the politics of this of the medicine. But at the end of the day, like you really just got to focus on like what is going to be your best shot at being healthy. 
And I don't even, and no pun intended by saying shot, but for some people, the vaccine is not the best option. They have allergies. They never responded well to vaccines when they had to take them for school. You know, there's a number of reasons. For other people, though, I think that if they understood more about the vaccine, they would say, you know what, this is actually the best bet for me right now where we're at, where we are. And, mm-hmm. and it's not about the government telling you what to do. It's not about, um, you Girl, know, we do what the government, government tells us to do every day. Every day. I know people, every day. people are smoking backwoods all goddamn day and want to talk about what's in the vaccine. And I'm like, do you know the tar that's in your lungs? Like what is going on? Girl, I ran my bad body ass down there and got all kind of under the table, dog silicone and shit floating <laughs> all through me. Girl, I was scared. I was scared no damn vaccine. Folks is going all to Dominican Republic to get BPL. <laughs> so I think it's just, you know, so I, but there you go. In their minds, they're like, yeah, but I made that choice. So I can do what I want because it's my choice. I don't want to have to be forced to get the vaccine. And it's like, in theory, I get you. Like, I get you. Like, you mm-hmm. don't want to be forced to do anything. I get you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't necessarily mean that the thing you're being forced to do is the wrong thing for you. Right. Right. And I think that's yeah. the line that we're missing. It's like, we should be, for instance, we should be forced to have stricter gun laws. Yes. We should. Yes. Like, we should be forced to have stricter gun laws. That would be better for everyone. The reason yes. why we don't is because people are like, I don't want to be told what to do. And it's like, we live in a place where no matter where you live, there has to be certain measures of order. Mm-hmm. There has to be certain measures of government. And I will say this with the vaccine. So you've been touring. I haven't done nothing. I haven't done any shows. I no. haven't none. I, I really, because every time I would feel like, okay, maybe I'm ready. I would see one of my peers get knocked down from the COVID and I'd be like, you know what? Keep your ass in the house. And I was very, very, very fortunate to come up with like virtual stuff that was able to pay some bills. And, Mm -hmm. and my agent, like from, from day one, I told my agent, you need to figure it out. You start calling these colleges. And so I was able to do like virtual shows and I was going to go to Houston. I was about to go to Houston for Labor Day. And I was like, why would you walk into the belly of the beast? No. And so I canceled my show and, you know, and thank God also because now we have what's going on with Hurricane Ida and all of New Orleans, all of Louisiana has had to evacuate to Houston. And they need to, that's, that's where the focus needs to be. Not on like my little show. Cause if I feel like I'm taking up a hotel room from folks who really need somewhere to stay, but right. long story short now, like they have like vaccine mandates for shows. And I've had people like really mad at me about it. Like you a false prophet. You, you do all, you the one telling us that the government shouldn't be in control of us, but you supporting the government controlling us. And it's like, no, what I'm supporting is that at the end of the day, we are all in an experiment. Nobody knows the way this thing ends. It's the first of its kind. And so we're just trying to do our best efforts at keeping people safe while still living somewhat of a normal life. Like, I'm not doing the show for money. Like I made a decision actually last year where I was like in the, because I was like, I'm not doing shit for money no more. Cause every time I do shit for money, it backfires and I feel sometimes I, I, I end up upset. This should be whack, et cetera. So I'm like, I'm not doing shit for money. No. Girl, and I, so, done seen you read, I done seen you reading the girls to the floor. I was like, girl, 
Why do y'all even? Why do y'all even try that girl? <laughs> so <That's> I, I, <laughs> and so I'm really just doing these shows because, like, we need laughter, and 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 I need laughter. It's not even that I need the money. I need to perform. We are performers. Like we are yeah. creatives. And so the best option I can give to be able to do that is, you know, a vaccine mandate. I know people gonna lie. You know, I, I know people are going to be be uh, dishonest and, and that's a part of the risk as well. But I just mm. want everybody who's listening know that like as performers, we're really a lot of us. I can't speak for everybody. I know for me, I'm just trying to create the safest environment. Mm-hmm, me too. And I've always felt like and see, this is why I didn't I've only been on the road doing set work. Okay. I ain't been on the road doing like People, shows like man. like coming out, and I and I am tell you, and the reason why because I don't want to be responsible for anybody get, getting the COVID. I don't want to be like that. That is the, my thing. Like that, I'm I'm. You came out to see me, mm-hmm. and you got you got the freaking COVID. Go. Especially after going through this right now, I I don't want nobody to go through this. Anyone, and so for me. The only when I went to Mexico, that was something contractually that I had to do that was on the books from 2019. Yeah. And so I had to do it. I didn't want to do it, but I was like, girl, I'm not doing, I'm not setting any of that, taking my fans out of the country no more. Because what if one of us would have got lost over there, got a, a, a positive COVID test? I don't know. So I, I'm not doing any of that until we get this thing under control. Other than that, I'm going to do my set work. Because yeah. that does that's what I enjoy doing. I enjoy being on set. I enjoy filming little TV stuff and you know little movie stuff. I've been here. doing that too. And and like you said in the beginning, there's the protocols are like they be Strict. on it. They be on it, girl. We you, you listen. You sitting in your trailer next time. You know you got compliance here. <laughs> <laughs> listen, they're like, why? Wait, who's in your trailer? Like, yeah. no, nope, you, you, you got compliance. Hey, we're here to take your next COVID test. Yep. I just tested. I just tested. I just t- It's to the down. point now where I like I'm I'm getting tested while I'm doing other shit. Like yeah. I, I'm so used to it now. I'm I'm holding the dog. I'm looking at my phone. I'm just like, yeah, do what you got to yeah. do. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this it. And so I feel more safe at that type of work than I do. I don't want to be in any club really or anything. And I know I got a tour that's supposed to be getting ready to come up, but I'm, I'm, I've been talking to my agent and stuff like that and been telling him like, hey, you know, I don't know because I'm, especially after this, I'm real funny about this right here. And I said, if I do it, I don't know how y'all going to price those tickets, but I don't know about no meet and greet. No, there is no meet and greet. I ain't doing that. There nah, is no meet and greet. Have, I had a show that had a meet and greet on it and I was like, what? In what, where, no. Mm-mm. I mean, I will, so how do you feel like your agents have responded? They've been, you know, still trying to convince me or coming up ways with the way that they could sell tickets that have meeting greets that have a distance in between and stuff like that, you know, and I'm still stressing to them, like, oh, I'm, I'm real, like, oh, I'm real funny. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't really, you know, really want to... It's, and now that this happened, I'm stressing it harder to them. Like, I really don't know if I really want to do this like this or whatever, because I just, I don't want to do it. Like, I'm scared of it. I'm afraid. I am afraid. And I'm afraid not only for me, but I'm afraid for them. And I'm also afraid that like, my mother's here with me. Like, I take care of my mother. Just and I, remember, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I need to say this before <laughs> I forget. Just remember that they don't have to do the meet and greets. Right. 
it's real easy to talk from your desk to tell us what the fuck we we supposed to do. Right. And it took a long time for me to get agents who understood the human aspect of us working. Like, yeah. because they really just be sending us out to get a check. Like, they really... Like, I remember I had an agent who... I had to, like, verbalize to him, like, you know I'm a person, right? <laughs> like, I'm not, a, I'm not like a robot. So when you put me on a red eye, and then I have to do press, and then I have to do two shows with the meet and greet after both shows, and then the next day, you have me going to another place with a flight at 6 a.m., and I got to do two shows. That How do you think that's going to work out? For my body. (laughs) How? And he literally was like, you know what? I just, I've never had it put to me that way. Because we get so trained to just grind. You know, Mm -hmm. just we got to get this money. We got to get this Mm -hmm. money. And we put ourselves through fucking hell. And even if we don't feel the effects of it right away, it does wear and tear on us. Well, now we're in this scenario where we could easily feel the effects right away. And they are not just affecting us. Like you said, your mother is there. So just not that my opinion matters, but if you don't feel comfortable, your agents need to, your agents work for you. Mm -hmm. And if you don't feel comfortable, there should be no like trying to convince you because you're not, you're not, it's not like you coming up with some like irrational fear. Right. This is going on. We're in a, we're in the middle of a, a pandemic. Now, Amanda, let's let's let me ask you. So, I know you've been looking around, and I know you've been seeing Atlanta just turns. I've been like, y'all don't y'all don't see what I see out here. And this is before I even got the COVID. So I'm now I'm on high alert now. Like, oh, <laughs> how many of y'all are here? What where you been? It's it's high alert now. Like I'm looking at everybody acting like this is not real. I've seen people say, "Oh, this is not real. This is a pandemic." Well, you know, we're in the age of idiocy. That's what I've come to realize. Yes, yes. We, and Instagram runs it. Yes, it's, it's Instagram is idiocy's president. We are in the age of idiocy, and it's like it. It came to me yesterday. Like I was just, I'm, I'm a sound bougie right now, but I was I was just sitting in my pool and. <laughs> And it, it just came over me, and I was like, oh, you're in the dark ages. Like, this is a new dark ages, and it's the age of idiocy, and I believe that it started with Trump, where mm-hmm. it really became this idea that intellect didn't matter, that even facts, like, are irrelevant. The truth, alternative facts, like, it's, yeah. it doesn't matter. And ego became really the currency that people started moving with and spending with. And so it's like, it don't matter. It's like, it's like everybody's operating like a rapper where it's like, as long as if I say it, then it's real. And it's like, that's not the case. And it's scary. I, I had someone in my DMs the other day, like, you know, I think social media is really good because it allows regular people to speak on things, not just the professionals. And I was just like, why is that helpful? Like if you don't, it's not just about speaking on things. People are speaking as professionals that are not professional. (laughs) (laughs) And I just feel like common sense ain't common has reached a new low. 
we are outnumbered. And I feel like our lives are large in part being decided on by people who have no values and who have no, it's not even about experience and just don't have, it's not even about having education as much as it's about like, are you thinking intelligently? You know, like, and you don't got to have, you don't got to go to college to think intelligently about things, like to look at something and put the pieces together and be like, okay, yeah, that don't make sense. Like I got people in my DMs telling me like, yo, you know, we can't wear masks because we're going to read, we're going to be breathing carbon dioxide. The fuck are you talking about? Right. I was like, girl, are y'all crazy? <laughs> what are you talking um, about? No, I'm going to say this, Amanda. What about the, the people who talk all this stuff about, you know, not getting any of the stuff for, for the 19 and then, and then they're the first ones in the bed when, it, when, they done got, when, they, when they've got infected? You know, so here's the thing. Doctors take a Hippocratic Oath. And the Hippocratic Oath says, I got to help you if you hurt, which is why you see Jewish doctors having to save the lives of men with uh, people with swastikas on their chest, et cetera. You know, you see black nurses having to still help people who are like, get this nigger away from me. You know, they're Mm -hmm. still Mm -hmm. like they're they're in healthcare, And so they feel they it is their duty to 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 help the sick. Now, the, the thing about it to me is. So. I'm not saying that you should not be able to go get medical care if you are not vaccinated. My problem is those who are saying these doctors are lying, these scientists are lying, but then all of a sudden you trust them when you when you're dying. That's the part for me. That's the part for me. So and that's the other thing. Yo, TS, there's a whole spectrum with this COVID shit. Like, it's not just anti-vax or vax. There's some people that are like, I don't want to get a vaccine. It's not that I'm anti-vax. I just don't want to get a vaccine because of me, my personal preference, right? Then you have people that are like, you know, I, I didn't get vaccinated and so I stay home. And if I go out, I wear my mask because I understand that this is the whole thing. But then you have other people who are like, it's a pandemic. Like you said, like I had a friend say to me with a straight face, this is not this is not real. This is not a virus. This is this is not real. Well, what is it? Hysteria? Ma'am, my homegirl lost eight family members. My other yes. homegirl lost both her grandmothers. Like, what do we what do you mean it's not? And and I and I my <laughs> My other homegirl the other day was like, you know, people are losing friends over this. Like, that don't make no sense. And I was like, I've, I've definitely, it's not that I've necessarily lost friends, but I've definitely uh, put distance in between. There you go. You put distance in between. Yeah. Them. You know, because there's a lot of stuff. I'm like, listen, I'm not doing no partying. Like, I'm not throwing no big gatherings at the house. I'm not doing any of that stuff. And I don't want to be around a whole bunch of people because, you know, this is what's going on. Oh, girl, you know, just take your elderberry. Bitch, elderberry ain't going to take care of everything, niece. No. No, just take elderberry, boil some garlic, eat of this and eat an orange. And I'm like, girl, I'm not even finna tell my people that. That's why I got on online today and I talked to them about the, the antibody infusion treatment that I got just in case if there's somebody out there yes. that has been in- infected within seven or ten days of exposure, this thing might help you. And I'm thinking that they're going to stop giving it to just the people with underlying conditions yeah. and just like give it, like give the damn I'm antibody. Hoping too. I'm hoping too. I mean... And just while we're here talking, 
because I definitely have had people say, how come y'all aren't telling people to keep your immune systems up? I didn't know that we need to say that. That <laughs> that just seems to be bottom line. Like, yes, yeah. you're doing shit to keep your immune system up. Take eat, your vitamins. Take, eat right. Yeah. Go. Yes. Now, I don't eat right. I'm going to tell the truth and honestly the truth. I don't eat right all the time, but I do have a plethora of vitamins. Like, we had a, a plethora of vitamins here Now, tell me before. this. When you take your vitamins, do you take them with a full glass of water? Mm. So. No. I learned this in my anatomy and biology class. It's Purchase College, shot to purchase. If you are not taking vitamins with a full glass of water, majority of vitamins are water soluble. So what that means is, is that they need water to dissolve into your bloodstream. So if you don't take it with a full glass of water, a lot of times you just shitting them out. Oh, so that's probably why a lot of times we was just using the bathroom and stuff too. We need to take it on a full yeah. glass of Cause water. Because they can be a diuretic as well. You know what I'm saying? So you need to take a full, when you take a vitamins, take it with a full glass of water to ensure that it's going to dissolve into your bloodstream. Into the bloodstream. Yep. You know, now I'm, I'm um, now that when we're, well, when we're getting better, like I, uh, I tested negative today. My mother's Congrats. tested in, my mother's tested inconclusive. And I know her test was inconclusive because she just got the antibodies treatment. Okay. And so, so did I they tell that, you what the antibodies treatment is? Like, what is it? Um, it's a cocktail. I'm, I'm, I'm going to send you the link so that you can, um, yeah. put it in the description or whatever. Uh, it's Cacerov, Girl, don't make me lie to you. Caserovab <laughs> and M and N M Divine, but I'm gonna send it to you, girl. But it's send a, it to I, me. I was, I'm gonna send, send it to me you, in girl. the text. I'm gonna read it I'm right now. Because I want people to, to hear what it is. Yeah. Um, and so, and y'all don't cuss me out because I don't know what the hell it was. I just know it helped my, my, my mother freaking mama. And I know that it it possibly is to help you guys, you know, because I did see an immediate Amanda. I'm talking about, I'm going to put it to you, your inbox right now. And I'm also going to give you my number. Um, I, I noticed an immediate help, an immediate thing in her. Like her cough went from a muffler on a truck no, it went to maybe like a small, a small Chevy. <laughs> <laughs> and then it went from a small Chevy to a little Oldsmobile. You know what I'm saying? And then like she started, I noticed she started eating because she was not, she was not eating and she was not holding food down on her stomach. She was not holding <laughs> any food now. And so I noticed it. I watched her. I was up all night watching her. I watched her. And she slept and slept and slept and slept and slept. She didn't have any fever. She was a little warm, but she didn't have any fever after right. that. It was just like, I, I noticed, just like I was noticing the progression of it going down, I noticed the progression of it, of her coming back into a, a space of being pretty good enough to, you know, function. Yeah. But... So I want to read some of this. Is. Yeah, yeah, say what it is because you know Because I, it's listen. important because like you just said, she got it in time. Mm-hmm. Because they said that the therapy is not authorized for use in patients who are hospitalized due to COVID-19. So you guys were still outpatients. Yeah. 
And mm. it also is not authorized for patients who require oxygen therapy. So anybody who's on a ventilator and require an increase in baseline oxygen flow rate due to COVID-19 in those on chronic oxygen therapy due to an underlying non-COVID-19 related comorbidity. So basically somebody who has like emphysema, it's not, op- it's mm. not for them. So basically what it says is that it is. Maybe you could pronounce it better than me, sister. You know, you more way, you way more academic than me, honey. <laughs> I'm hood academic. <laughs> Listen, that's oftentimes far more valuable. Uh, okay. It's an infusion. Monoclonal antibody therapy helps prevent hospitalization or worsening of symptoms in certain patients with COVID-19, but it may not be for everybody. Therapy consists mm-hmm. of treatment with combination of casirivimab and imdevimab administered simultaneously. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that casirivimab and imdevimab are both um, some type A of cocktail. cocktail that cocktail. they are. Mm-hmm. And... The infusion combination therapy um, has FDA and EUA criteria. It's been demonstrated to reduce COVID-19 hospitalization or emergency room visits when administered within 10 days of symptom onset. onset. So I want to, I'm going to do more to see what that, like what the casirivimab, the casirivimab and the indemnivab actually mm-hmm. is, like what it's doing, like why yes. it's working. Cause I'm really curious, but I think it's just so important like the people in the public eye share their stories yes now they run down there and give this shit to the politicians because this is what they give it to them they yes. just gave the, the governor of texas this the one who is over here putting everybody at risk on a daily basis and so why are you running your ass down here getting the damn antibodies stay your ass home and take your elderberry girl and does, he even fit, and does he even fit this criteria? Does he have underlying issues or he just an old white man? Is racism old considered an underlying? Fat, old <laughs> fat ass. Yes. Fat ass. Them motherfuckers get diabetes too. They ate the slave food too. Yeah. They so with all the pigs. Now you said there was shit going on in the world that you wanted to talk about, but you were, you know, girl, distracted with having to get girl, your health back. So is that like, please, girl? Just ask me. Just ask me, Amanda, because I know you know. Boosie, I'm, I'm, oh girl, listen, Boosie has not really been. I love Flame. Flame is my girl. I, saw, Flame, I just my met Flame because uh, we did my an appearance, and that's that was great. That's my, my dog. I need you and Flame Monroe to do my show, Smart, Funny, and Black. I will. Let's. I will. Let's do it. Flame, I'm up, dog. But I just feel like me and it should, me and Flame need to because there are views that Flame and I share, and then there are views that we don't. Um, Flame is a generation before me. I'm the, I'm a I'm the generation after. I'm 44. Flame is 56. So I'm a I'm after Flame. Yeah. Yes. You know. So it's a, it's a, it's a little bit of stuff that we just you know. generationally. I know. Girl, I would have challenged Boosie on a whole different level. My question to him would have been, do you know what world you live in? Do you know that you, even as a black man, you might have, you might go through all this stuff with racism and things like that. But do you know that you live in a heterosexual world? Okay. And the little bit of views that we as LBGT people get, it's like, it's it's like leaps and bounds because we're all supposed to have that period. Mm -hmm. Now, now imagine you being black (laughs) and LBGT. Because not only you over here got to fight racism, 
from your race. That I literally, you got to fight homophobia, <laughs> transphobia. I literally say that in my special. Everything else. I literally say that in my comedy special. I say, you know, that's why the walk is so mean. Because they got to fight this side and this side. So it's like, come side. for me. Come for me. Yeah. Come for me. Listen, Amanda, <laughs> hold on. And, and let's be 2000. And we got to turn around and we got to fight for that black man that's dealing with that racism. Yep. Who doesn't want to deal with you. Or a regard that you have an existence that is a value as well. Correct. But because I'm LBGT, trans, black, loud, brash, and all the other shit that I am, I understand that it is my duty. Right. It is my duty to fight for my black brother. That's my duty to do that. Because I am black. Mm -hmm. It's a hurtful thing to know that when it, when in the grand scheme of things, when it all turns around, hey, that nigga don't give a fuck one, one or two fuck about me. Period. But, but I, I know, know that it's my duty. duty. See, when, 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 when injustices happen against black men, men I know that I am, that, that, that I'm supposed to do that because I understand the plight of discrimination and, and being ostracized and kicked out and this not loved on. I know this. So I, I have to show up for him. I have to show up for my black brother because I am my black brother. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I know that his rights are my rights. But he don't understand that his rights are my rights, right. too. He wants to say, oh, no, you don't supposed to be in here because you're a fag or you're a homosexual or you're a cross-dresser in, mixed up in between. You don't supposed to come in here. You don't supposed to be seen. We don't. We need the erasure of y'all. And I ain't, I ain't really got nothing against you. That's the part that always blows me. That, I ain't got I ain't nothing got against, against you. you. I just don't want your existence to exist. Yeah, I just, no, nah, I don't want you, don't be around me because I'm worried about my kids. Nigga, you need to be worried about your Uncle Ray touching your kids. Yeah. You need to be worried about your Uncle Ray them that y'all keep on letting come to the cookout, but y'all would never uh, let y'all gay or, or, or lesbian child come to the party because you embarrassed them, but you still let that nigga that you done heard whisper Touched the touch, been touching little, little, little Keisha since she was a little girl, or all the rest of the, you done heard Well, this I was happen. gonna say, I mean, there's, there's a number of, there's, there's heterosexual, you know, practices that are as damaging to kids. You know, when you hear about kids who are, you know, uh, being molested by their 16 and 17 year old and, and adult, uh, uh, Boosty, why is you taking a grown ass woman over there? See, now that's would have been my challenge. Are you kidding? Why didn't you challenge him on that? You you taking a grown ass woman to perform oral sex on your 14, 13 year old child. You are depriving your child of his childhood just to make sure that he's not homosexual because that's all you're doing it for. But that also doesn't ensure that it does not. It does not. I remember my granddaddy and I love my granddaddy with all my heart. All of it. I remember me being a, 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 a. 11-year-old, 10, 11, 12-year-old boy hearing my grandfather talk about, you know, you ain't got your no coochie yet. I'm like, <laughs> in, my, and in, my, in my mind, I'm like, I don't even know what, I don't know what I want right now. You ain't had no, you ain't, you ain't never been, you ain't, you, you know, you, 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 you know, but I know that they've, they've always felt that I was, you know how the older <laughs> folks do this right here. Y'all, this hand is she doing right now? You this know that hand. wavy hand. You know that wavy hand they do. 
<laughs> you know, you know, a little something. You know, a little something, little something. Little, little. <laughs> so you know that this goes on. Look how Tyler Perry called it a tambourine player <laughs> when he's doing those shows. So we know the distance. Of, so this, when it's whispered and rumored, so you try to push. You ain't got you no coochie yet. You ain't having no. You ain't having no sex with no. You ain't, you ain't got your. You ain't never had the taste of no. You know them. Put coochie or clear them bumps up in your face. You're like, no, I won't dig <laughs> in your mind. I want to be with a man. <laughs> I just want straight people to know. Straight people like Bootsy and people like it to understand that this we that this world is already formed. You know, it's already created in a straight image. Yes. Everything 100%, has to be straight. Yes. And everything outside of straight is 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 weird. It's off, and it's crooked. It's off, it's, 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 yeah. it's evil, it's, it's a demonic, it's this and the other, and blah, blah, blah. Okay? And take into consideration, what if the world was flipped and you was the only set of straight people in the world and gays ran it? Because gays, even though gays run the media, God damn it, they do. It's true. This is the facts. Uh, the, baby, the baby learned that real quick. Yeah, he did. And listen, but it's a white gay media, though. Correct. This is what they don't. This, this is what people don't understand. Correct. And I think black people don't get that LBGT don't mean me LBGT. No. Because there's a black pride and there's a white pride. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it's different. It's a whole different sponsorship. It still falls under white supremacy. Uh huh. It still does. I remember I had a friend take me to go see this dude perform and he was like singing acoustic songs. He sat up there with his guitar and he's like, all right, next song I'm going to be singing is a little classic from the West Side. Street of the Compton, a crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube from a group called Niggas With Attitude. And I turned around and I left. This little blonde white boy sitting up here on a stool on the Lower East Side with this guitar. So my friend comes outside. She's like, Amanda, Amanda. And she's like, why'd you leave, little white girl? And I was like, because I didn't come all the way downtown to watch this little white boy say nigga. And she was like, oh. oh. She was like, oh, he's gay. Bitch. What the fuck does that mean? Bitch. <laughs> you gonna get your ass whooped about that, <sighs> sir? I was like, that, ma'am, that does not in- I just excuse I, racism or inappropriateness. Not- Period. And I just personally think that a lot of us, because we're black, Amanda. So I think that a lot of black people feel like that once you say that you're LBGT, that you just you're just covered by all of these rights. And I'm like, nah, nigga, them those nigga, those rights don't include me. It still does not include me because my skin is black. Basics. Like, and that's the part that I feel like is where the unity should come from, right? At the end of the day, it should be like, do like be you, be yourself. At the end of the day, you black. Like, because that's, that's the it. first thing that people see. That's the first thing people judge you on. That's the first thing. They're not, people are going to judge you on being black before they judge you on being trans, before right. they judge you on being brash, bold, et cetera. The first right. thing is, right. oh, that's a black woman. That's a black, yes. That's a black now, per- First it's a black person. Then they, yes. then they, you know, then they might come down with some nuances, but ultimately that, you know, that's the part that just be frustrating me is that we really don't, I feel like, understand, like you just said, that there is racism in every space. Yes. And if they just don't get it. And then I don't want to be over here and you telling me, you as a black man telling me that I can't come in here or I shouldn't be here. Like, nigga, you don't want, you don't want equality. You want privilege. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ding, you ding, want, ding, 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 ding. You want to move. You want to move. 
The way your oppressor that, moves. The man. You want to move the man out the way and sit in his seat. You don't want to make any changes. You still want to treat women a certain type of way, black and white, because you ain't treating your black women no different. You ain't treating your black women no different. You ain't even, you ain't really calling them queens, especially not going out there. Girl, let me, girl, uh, see, I ain't going to do this to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't going to do this to your podcast. I ain't going to do this. Okay, but wait, you let me think. If there Was there anything else that's been going on while you've been down that, um, that you would have wanted to talk about? Most definitely that, Amanda. That really, because I really feel like that he he isn't really challenged the way I, listen. Well, there's that. He hasn't, he hasn't been challenged the way that I would have challenged him because I would have definitely laid that on the line about like you doing this, like you, you bringing this, uh, you're bringing a grown woman to put their mouth and ass on your, on your 12, 13 year old, and you think that this is the proper rate, way to raise children, or you think that this is the proper way to influence, why are you not doing it to your daughter? Because you know better. Well, you know, and there's also, I, I, I mean, I dated somebody who was like, because I, I asked the same question. He was like, well, because women, a woman has to give her, a woman has to give herself is different for a dude. And I was just mm -hmm. like, where do y'all come up mm -mm. with these yeah, got, things? Like, y'all just be making up shit mm -mm. to make it work. No. And I think for what it's worth, like, Mm -mm. You can't Listen. challenge black men mm -mm. with like the, the the formula for who can challenge black men on things is so precise because if you challenge it and you're not the right person to challenge that topic, then it then it becomes less about the actual conversation and more about like, well, who do you think you are? Like I'm still to this day getting death threats and people telling me, oh, you know, you hate black men, et cetera, et cetera, because I brought it to the attention of folks that, hey, a number of women have alerted me that this particular person is a problem. So just look out for that. That, just doing that. I said the person's name because it was so wild how many people knew who I was saying before I said their name. That's how I knew it was like, this could be real. But doing that was then changed, was, was literally became Amanda Seals hates black men. Right. That so one person, and it became Amanda Seals hates black men, and that's how quickly the narrative gets. Remember, I mean, look at Gail and Snoop. Like, I mean, it was just like what, mm -hmm. like it's mm -hmm. just. And so I think that, you know, I would have loved to see you challenge him, but it would have turned into. Oh, I would have challenged that nigga. <laughs> oh, I would have challenged him because you can't justify it to me. I'd like for you to justify that to me so that I can tell you that when I was a little boy and my, what, what that did to me, when my grandfathers and my uncle was trying to push pussy on me, it really made me really, I'm, that's not what was where I was supposed to be. That's not what I wanted to go. You know, I'm not, I'm not heterosexual. I'm trans. I was a gay man first because this is why I don't mind uh, holding on to the, to the, to the, to the, to the to the trans part of the situation because, you know, there's some trans women who say, well, I'm, I'm just a woman. No, ma'am. I, I, there was a journey before I got here, honey. And you need to know I'm trans woman. I am trans woman, okay? I understand that genetically I'm not female. I will never, ever genetically be female. And it's, but I do know that I do fall under the social construct of a woman. So there, that's just what it is. At the end of the day, I don't want people to to say, well, I don't want, I'm not changing my beliefs around, I ain't never calling no he, no she. You don't have to. 
but you and I don't have to have a conversation. There's that. I'm not telling you what you need. To, you don't have to. We don't have to occupy the space. But Those people so, that want. But they're so small-minded that they don't realize. And these are the same people who are like, "Ain't nobody gonna tell me what to do with the vaccine." Yeah, they, they ain't gonna tell <laughs> me to wear a mask. <laughs> but you. But yet and still, you are using labels that you were taught. Yes. You were taught that if you have this, that's a he, and if you have this, that's yeah, a she. Yeah. If you were born and lived in a cabin in the woods, and you yeah. were told that if you got a dick, that's called a dingle, and yeah. if you call, and if you have a vagina, we call those elderberries, then you would come yeah. out into the world and be like, oh, that's a beautiful elderberry. And people would be like, well, what are you talking about? You're like, well, yeah. she has a vagina. That's an elderberry. Yeah. No, that's a woman. No, that I, I was taught that's an elderberry. They don't yeah. understand. Like, we yes. are in a society. You mm -hmm. are never, you're not the first person here. So whatever comes out your mouth is first comes from you were taught. Now you yes. make the choice. Yeah. Boom. You make the choice on what you want to carry forth. And so many of us don't realize that the choice that we're making is to continue the practices of our oppressors. We don't even realize yes. it. Right. Correct. We don't even realize it. And when you make individual choices, by nature of making individual choices, you're not doing that. And so that's why, like, when people say things like, if you're getting the vaccine, you're carrying forth the, the practice of the oppressor. I'm like, no, I made an individual choice for myself. I didn't get the vaccine because the government told me to do it. And right. if you're at a job, you have to understand that it, for, as an employer, they need to protect themselves against liabilities. So they right. have to put certain mandates in place. I just... When it comes to the LGBTQ community, I get so, I mean, I've had to unfollow so many niggas who yeah. really think they saying something by, yeah. being, by being like, there's only one type of union and God told us, where'd you learn about God? Right. Tell me. Please. I want you to, I want you to read Ibrahim Kendi's stand from the beginning, which tells you how racism began. And that's only one source, but there's many. And I want you to tell me where you learned about what the concept of God and Christianity was from and who taught it to you. Sister, I'm going to break it down real like a child. Which one of them niggas named Peter, Matthew, Paul, and uh, <laughs> Mark over there? Where it came from. I don't know. Now folk that ain't Peter, Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. So ultimately, you make a choice. Now, if you if you are a Esau, Christian... It was Esau. <laughs> all, them, all them unpronounceable ass names that came from over there. So you know that this was translated over to... This thing to be translated. You and you have to make choices. All these make... white people names. These is white people names. Timothy... Well, shit, wait a minute. Hold on. Wait a minute now. <laughs> wait, I got to back up. Hold on. Wait a minute. That was, that was my government. Wait a minute now. <laughs> but I'm just saying, it's like, come on. Like, man, you don't want to... You, you can challenge things that you've been taught. Yes. It's okay. And we can understand that when we know better, that we, we can understand that as time goes on, we learn new things. We understand new things. We create new spaces. Like, there's shit that I believed in 1992 that I don't believe in 2021. Nope. Mm -hmm. Because yes. I know more. I've experienced yes. more. I've read more. I've met more people. You mm -hmm. know? Like, I didn't know that you that the word tranny was wrong. Yeah, I didn't either. Shit, and I was using it all these years, honey, and made all my money. And I was like, hold on, wait a minute now. Y'all mean I got to cut that off too? I ain't even cut my dick off, but y'all want me to cut off the tranny and I can't make no more goddamn money. 
Damn! <laughs> <laughs> shit! I got to cut that off now. All right. Okay, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said something like that at the audition for the World of Wonder. <laughs> I feel like you made a reference to not cutting your dick off. I feel yeah, like that. That's it. I ain't going nowhere. Hell, I'm gonna do with that. What the hell? But we are. In, we're just. You know, we are. I do think it's beautiful though to see just in the last ten years how many more voices like your own. Mm-hmm. Are given are being given platforms. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And 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 I you know what let me take that back. Not just given platforms, but how y'all have you're building Demanded. platforms. Yes. yes. You know what I'm Demanded. saying? Demanding mm-hmm. platforms and making that shit undeniable. And yes. and and really carving out spaces in this world. And that's always how it ends up being, right? Folks is gonna carve out shit and figure it out in regard regard. Irregardless. That's what I Oh, that's a Florida word. Irregardless. Irregardless of who Listen, don't think they deserve to be there. Who think we deserve to be there? So Boosie, sit your ass down. Do you know how many niggas that I done laid up with that love you, that love me? That 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 you don't influence because I don't they've been writing me from prison because you don't influence them niggas to be out there being little boosies. Trapping and got bodies under their damn name. That's, that's the challenge I would have given him. Sir, have you listened to the lyrics of your music? You want to talk about what influences children? Ooh, damn. Listen, let's, let's talk about how, uh, how I saw on video yesterday a young man putting his little daughter up there, um, knowing the words to, you want to trip before my word? And then he took my man and what? Well, my mm-mm. Your little, little daughter may not know one what word of... Well, you know what no, she said, but she's been influenced by the music. Let's talk about how you have influenced a society of black men. You have been a part of removing black men from the black families and 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 have imprisonment. You and all you trap rapping ass niggas that be out there and, and you are the part of disrespecting black women. Uh, they ain't been nothing but bitches and hoes since we since we know since we've known how to rap. You've out here objectified women. You're the the entirety of your career, and you want to talk about Lil Nas X given an opportunity, holding a space to a set of people who are who are, have a moment to be seen and who have existed from the beginning. Yes. Okay, that's the other thing. Like, gay people were not created in a lab. <laughs> but that's the, but that's the narrative. That's the other thing yes. I be hearing dumb folks say, like, "Oh, the gay agenda, the gay agenda." They, they, what is the what's the agenda that everybody gay? Is that the agenda that y'all y'all out here gonna turn all of us gay? How Girl, does that work? Listen, we've been we've been gay folks since the beginning of the time, and 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 all y'all boosty niggas and the rest of y'all people that be over there with that bullshit ain't stopped fucking yet. That- the welfare the welfare system damn sure shows that that we ain't got nothing to do with <laughs> to stop the population. <laughs> You know, small thinkers, you know, it's small minds, small thinkers, and small people think like that. It's just like, girl, broaden your broaden your mind. Like, how are you always so upset every time that Lil Nas pops up somewhere or some something like this pop? And then to say, here's here's what, here's what, here's how he was like, well, my role manager is gay. And my and my such and such. You don't don't you does that sound familiar? I have black friends. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, my well, my neighbor's black. 
who are my who are my who are my best friends, daughters, cousins, uncles, sisters, brothers, boyfriend is black. How you sound? It's a, you know, and that's the thing. Like, it's individuals. But are you? Do you speak? To, do you use your space to give space to others? You know, that's how, right. you, that's how when people say like, oh, Amanda, you know, you hate black men. I'm like, well, that's you could you could say that all you want. But I use my space to give platform and space to black men on a regular fucking basis. So mm-hmm. that's just mm-hmm. simply inaccurate. You know, when we talk about allyship, when we talk about the ways in which we experience community, it's really about how we are coming together. Not just who's working for you, you know, not just who's pleasuring you. <laughs> so when people yes. use those as examples it's like well that's not that's not no. really practical no I'm really glad to see that you are back and kicking you don't you didn't skip a beat how are your lungs oh. how's your breathing girl it's good like I've been um, I, I do a treatment over here like I blow in this thing yeah uh, with I the ball. my mom yeah with the ball yeah, yeah. and it just it, it'll you know the little thing <gasps> yeah. you know I, I did that I gave it got my mom one to help her with her coughing you know so she can just you know and I take these uh these supplements for breathing like these breathe right pills I drink um um a mullein leaf okay um, and I, I drop a little thyme in it uh, I make a little mullein leaf tea. Or Actually, when I drink y'all, it. this is—we didn't even announce it, but basically, we are in the script right now. So, the script, Madison, ITS. Every uh, episode, we have this thing called the script, where we basically give people like added info that goes along with what we've been talking oh. about, and you doing that okay. right now. These are so. Oh. So these are some of the after effects of COVID. These are some yeah. of the um, remedies that you've been doing to to heal up. Yes, to heal up. I've been drinking ginger lemon. Um, I've been taking elderberry. Uh, I take collodial, this collodial silver. Yep. I take that. Um, I eat my goalie gummies. You know, if y'all want to get goalie gummies, use my code, T.S. Madison Hinton. Boom. Wait, what is um, it? Because I'm going to get them. <laughs> Go eat my goalie gummies. I take goalie gummies. Oh, the uh, ashwagandha. My, so I've been hearing ashwagandha. about ashwagandha, and it's like a mood stabilizer. It's, it is. It is a mood stabilizer, girl. It's good for semen. Oh, wait, should I say that? Yeah, I think it's good for semen. Right? In what way? To keep I the boys builds- swimming? Uh, yeah, keep the count up. Like, okay. I love, listen. What's your code? Um, uh, T.S. Madison Hinton. Uh, T-S-M-A-D-I-S-O-N-H-I-N-T-O-N, honey. You know, girl, you get, uh, I think it's 30% off now, girl. These gummy, these goalie gummies hide in a gallon of gas during the Bush administration, girl. I'm <laughs> telling you. <laughs> but you use my code. Get you some. Um, I use that. I drink lots of teas. Um, I just was introduced to something called golden milk. Oh, I don't know what that is. Um, golden milk is a uh, it's turmeric, uh, cinnamon, cumin, mm. uh, um, black black peppercorns. Uh, what else is it, Mama? Um, and you mix it with uh, coconut milk and you sweeten it with honey. It's like a chai tea. It's like yes, a chai tea. That's a, yeah. Yeah, and it's good for inflammation. Yes, um, turmeric. They say is really good for inflammation and cinnamon. Sl- and and if you mix it with a little chamomile. Am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Girl, girl, you will fall right off to sleep. <laughs> Golden milk. Okay. I'm about to yeah, look it up. Golden that. milk. They even have the already the powder that um it comes like that. That it's already ground up powder they have. Yeah. 
But one of my one of my friend folks friend folks uh, dropped it off on the porch to say um, I'm finna make you up a remedy for you and it's golden milk. I was like, honey, wait a minute, you a boy bringing leaving golden milk on my porch? I'm scared. Yeah. She's like, no, auntie, <laughs> no, auntie. I ain't bringing you none of that golden milk, girl. I was like, girl, <laughs> wait till I get better. <laughs> Amanda, I love you, girl. I love you, too. I'm just so happy that we were able to make this happen. And let me just tell y'all, this was being planned in the middle of you having COVID. So y'all yeah. was on it. You was not playing yeah. around. I'm just, uh-uh. I want to send, you know, just some healing and some, a, a fast speedy recovery to your mom. I'm glad to see that you've already turned the corner as well. And, you know, I think a lot of folks, they also don't think about the long-term effects of COVID. And I think that's also a thing that a lot of people have to look at. You know, I know people who definitely got COVID and yeah, they got over it, but it took a while and some of them are still dealing with the after effects of it. So I have a friend who just got COVID. She ended up being hospitalized for pneumonia. Then they sent her home because they were like, we can't do anything for you. So they sent her home with pneumonia. Then a few days later, um, she sprung a a clot. She had a pulmonary embolism. She had a clot in her lung. And um, it was real touch and go. And she had not been vaccinated. So she felt the brunt of it. And she, um, she she was out here working. And so she wasn't home either. You know what I'm saying? So she was out here. And she finally, she went back to New York. And she was like, you know, I got to go to therapy for this. So even if it's not just the physical, she was like, my mental, like, I, yeah. is, is fucked up. And that was yeah. the first thing you said like, when you, you got on here. Feel, was it the you still feel Miss COVID in you. Like, you still feel it. Like, even though I'm tested negative, I still have a sniffle. Um, I cough at night. My mother's still coughing. And you're still having um, to be on edge. Because you, yeah. I see, how, look how many times in this interview you're like, mom, you good? You good? Yeah. You good? Yeah. Like, all of that. That's not easy um, Mm -mm. to carry. So for all of y'all listening, you know, if you are on the fence about getting vaccinated, I urge you to look further into it and see if it's right for you. Also to look into um, this uh, monoclonal antibody therapy. It's spelled M-O-N-O-C-L-O-N-A-L antibody therapy. And if you go to the Johns Hopkins uh, website, you can see who is eligible for the therapy and who is not. Um, and I, Madison, do you, T.S., do you have any um, anything you want to promote? You want to put people uh, on to? No, not right now. I just, because I'm really, I'm really just chilling right now. Mm-hmm. You know, um, uh, there's things coming out. Uh, I, I'm in the movie Zola, which is out in theaters. You can watch it on demand. All right. Um, also, uh, you know, the movie The Perfect Find is coming out with Gabrielle Union. Yeah. Um, so many different people are in that movie. Like, it's just uh, so many it's just a good movie. Um, something I'm working on. I, I can't spill it. I was, but I'm getting ready to go to work on that. But right now, just I'm just doing my Instagrams, acting, you know, talking, talking, working on my little TV stuff. You know, just doing stuff. And I and I really want to work with you sometime in the near future, like when this when we have a chance to do so. I would love to do that. I am really challenging myself to stay focused in creating projects that I can sell. Like, I feel like in the past, I really like not put weight behind that. Like I have all these ideas and projects, but they just stay as ideas. And so I've been writing and I've been working with other writers and I have a... Listen, write me. 
but that's what I'm sister, saying. Girl. That's what I'm saying. So I'm like, you know, there's, there are, there, the, it, it, all, th- in the best situation. Keep your mind open. Like, yo, listen, these I'm parts funny. will, 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 will be. I'm, I'm funny, and, girl. And there will be a Shit. plethora of parts. But before Ooh. that, I do want to have you do Smart, Funny, and Black. So that is something that we can actually definitely make happen, which Smart, yes. Funny, and Black, if you don't know, is my, my Black pop culture history experience game show it's a good ass fucking time we had the last one was uh these two sisters from instagram uh the lene who does parking lot pimping she always starts her videos with uh, yeah yeah i love lene that's my girl keep it brief baby lene and listen lene is so she's a smart girl we did something together on facebook yeah so her and uh jasmine w she does the videos where she's the um hr at uh the at the at the white house and she'd be like what's your name no, Mm-mm. no, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. So then uh, before, uh, I think in, uh, what, what month is this? I think in March we had Bob the Drag Queen and Monet, oh, and Monet Exchange. Mm-hmm. So they, mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, we was like, y'all should just come back. I mean, they, 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 they I, my internet went out and they handled the show <laughs> without me. You know, they professionals. Exactly. And Bob and Monet, they professionals. And you know, I'm one too, girl. So anytime, like anytime you have some funny stuff come across or you writing something funny or you want to do something with me, girl, just send me a, call me. I'm going to put my number in your phone, but call me and then we'll do all that Asian shit on the other, on the other side. But we need to most definitely keep in contact with each other because there's times that you've said some stuff. I've been like, girl, I've, I've been writing like, girl, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank you. Keep on. And I, you told Caitlin up. I went before I, <laughs> I came in. I came in telling you you told Caitlin up. I want to leave out letting you know you lit her ass up. I am so honored that, that people are so moved by that because I literally, I went to that dinner like, fuck, they going to be talking about this bullshit. <laughs> like, <laughs> I lit her ass. Listen, did you get a lot of people get, applaud you for tearing her up, like from the, from the trans community? You know what? It, was, it wasn't even necessarily that I got people from the trans community. I feel like just the black community in general. It was the first time ever that I had done something and I got no negative feedback. Not not a single person had something negative to say. Like it was, I, I mean, I, it's like, you know how they say you do crack one time, you chase the high. I've been chasing uh-huh. that high. <laughs> Girl, and listen, everything else. One thing you can get black folks to stand on, and it's not saying that you did anything wrong. You can get black folks to stand together with white folks when it got something to do with tan, something gay, or LBGT down. They will stand together. They'll forget about all that other shit. They'll forget about the they'll forget about the whip master crack. They'll forget about all that. You anti-LBGT, black folks and white folks will stand together. And that's the thing. And I'm not by any stretch of the imagination. What I am anti is folks faking the funk and acting like they don't understand what's really going on. And in that situation, Mm -hmm. she was going on about how Donald Trump was her president and she was so upset that I that I had um relate that I had said that he was similar to Hitler and mm-hmm. that she was just not gonna stand for it. And I, you know, I am a citizen of this country and I will not, I will not sit here and, and let that happen. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. Bitch, sit your big foot ass down so well. <laughs> and that motherfucker size 22 here with them ugly toes. And stay with a Girl. red nail. Stay Girl, with a red your, nail. Uh, Girl, you plastic blow up doll looking asshole. You don't sit your ass down somewhere. Hi, <laughs> hi everybody. You motherfucking helium smoking ass. Got ooh, I don't play with her. 
I have torn her ass up on so many occasions, you know. <laughs> I've torn that hoe up. I don't I play mean, with that hoe. I have in my mind that I one, one day I would love to reenact that skit, but with a table full of people that could have, like, actually said something after. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I yeah. was the only one who said something. Everybody else was just like... Oh, they were scared. Oh, I would... Hi, guys. I'd have tore her ass up some more. Girl, sit your ass down. You motherfucking pop-up video ass bitch, you. <laughs> you microwave girls, kill me. The last dose. Girl, you're the best. No, but you did it to my podcast, and I'm very appreciative. (laughs) Thank you so much. I will absolutely be in touch with you. Everybody, make sure to follow T.S. Madison on Instagram for a treat. That's right. It's a real T.S. Madison. I love you, Amanda. Thank you so much, my baby. Thank you. And tell your mom, I said, you know, feel better soon. I got you. I got you. She going to hear you. She going to listen to this thoroughly. Good. All right, baby. Bye, girl. Bye, boo. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.